0: What up? Hey, how's it going?
1: Good. I'm just with uh Linus to just finish up eating them. We'll fucking let him outside here. Hell yeah. Oh man, dude, I uh I don't know, dude. The I just keep thinking about the draft. And
0: Oh, this I, this past draft or the coming no, draft. No, this upcoming draft, mm. and it's
1: like it it just happened in Mad it's super annoying actually because for example, like so. Fast forward to this upcoming draft in the game. You know, I, I, I do the online dynasty. So, like, I'm not playing with other people. I'm just, you can start at today's date like you mm-hmm. can do in 2K. The only annoying thing is I can't change franchises once I'm in there. Because, uh, like, I usually like to play with the Packers for a couple seasons and then switch teams. Um, but you can't do that. And it is what it is. But in the draft, the Bengals end up with, like, the fifth pick or uh, whatever. And they fucking take a quarterback every time (laughs) I even changed the draft order of like who's projected to go. Like I edited the draft class. Uh, All right, let's go. Come on. You got to go. And uh, yeah. And it's like, they took Trey Lance. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, it's not that crazy because what if, what if show burrow has like some serious like complications with his knee injury?
0: Who who I'm sorry who does like Joe Burrow like for example no, true. he tore, he tore a lot of shit in his knee yeah it sounds like he did what I did like that fucking sucks
1: right and like I, I already seen videos of him like rehabbing and all that so oh, like, good for him I, he'll be he'll be fine and and if anyone's gonna tear their ACL MCL and all that like the quarterback is probably the best suited to bounce back from that injury because they don't rely on it as much um, but. I don't know. They uh, It's just annoying, fucking mad, and just always f- ruining everything. Cause they, <laughs> I'm like, why would – trade Lance is is good, and it'll be interesting because I, I just don't see any way the Jets don't take Justin Fields, but yet I could see them not – I could see them trading out, right? Like, they could take Penny Sewell at the number two, but I still feel like if you're the Jets – if you don't take Justin Fields at two, you've got to trade down. Yeah, exactly.
0: There's too much value with that quarterback. Like you can get a lot more picks for that.
1: Right. And it's like, even, even if it's, even if you don't get a ton, oh, he's going back upstairs. Even if you don't get a ton out of it, it's like, you could still trade that down like two spots and get an extra third round pick or an mm-hmm. extra. I think, I do think there's so much value right now, but it's crazy because, If they had the one pick, I think they could walk away with two additional first-round picks, a third and probably like two-fifths. But there's such a disparity between Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Like, Justin Fields is fucking good, but is he that much better than Zach Wilson and Kyle Trask? I don't know. Um, But Trevor Lawrence is like the guy that teams are going to sell out for. But at the same time, uh, Washington – Sold out all their future to get RG three um, from the Rams. So I don't know. I always think about that. If RG three didn't get, if that trade didn't get go through, and RG three went to the Rams, would would he still be playing as a starter? Ooh, you know, because like I mean, it, he was destined to get hurt at some point, in my opinion, For because sure. he was he was just careless. Like like Lamar Jackson. I understand Lamar Jackson runs it a lot, but Lamar Jackson doesn't take very many hits, mainly because people can't catch him. But like. If you watch him when he, he, he goes down, even when he's running like thirty yard runs, he'll just dive for the ground. Whereas RG three would just get fucking smacked every play. Um,
0: I, if I'm the Jets, I honestly would go with uh, that old the old line you're talking about, right? The Penny Sewell.
1: Penny Sewell, yeah, dude, out of Oregon, he is he's a monster. He's like what six, six... Six, 330. and he dude, he ran he unofficially ran like a five one. I don't know what Jeez. is that. I don't know what his combine will obviously be because it hasn't happened. But to move at that speed and that size, like there's a lot of concern that you're going to be a bust. But typically, offensive linemen in the first round don't end up becoming a bust. I know the Packers had what Tony Mandrich or whatever that was um, back in like '89 or '90 that they took number one overall, and they traded him to Atlanta for Brett Favre. Um, Ooh. so it's like th- there are, well, cause dude, he was like, he, I, I, I read this like story on him. He was like six four, three ten, running like a five flat and he was pancaking everyone and anyone that was coming out of now. Offensive linemen are expected to be like six, five and, and like a slim 300, you know, but like he was the goat of left tackles and everyone thought this is going to be the guy that you have for 15 years as your like solid offensive line piece. And then they didn't realize that in college they used to test for steroids. And so mm-hmm. he got to the NFL and they started testing him. And so he couldn't do roids anymore. And he dropped like 25 pounds within his first year because he couldn't keep up with the weight. And, and at that point he was at best a backup lineman. um, But yeah, I don't know.
0: Hey, so I'm just kind of looking through this mock draft. Yep. And they have the Packers projected to draft uh cornerback. Uh Darian Kendrick. Oh yeah, Darian Kendrick's looks, astor- old, looks like he's like they have him reigned as a third best cornerback. But what is interesting is right before this though, uh they have Pittsburgh drafting the second JC overall Horn. second overall uh running back oh. on the board. Najee Harris going. Najee Harris, the first round though i guess for a running back is still i mean really high but would you just kind of reading up on him it seems like he's a good uh pass catcher out of the backfield would the packers take him if he's available i don't think so um Even, i mean this is an assumption with aaron jones and williams gone yeah Najee harris in my opinion would be
1: our number one back if we took him um he's fucking good man he's uh see he's good
0: that's an that's another thing I was talking about with John. Like he's trying to figure out all these people. Like I was telling him, is like it's also going to be where they land. Like if he landed in Pittsburgh, you're like hell yeah, you jump on that yeah. with that old line.
1: Well, and their old line is starting to to disintegrate. Like they're they're disintegrate. Like they are old, right? Pittsburgh. That's the one thing mm-hmm. they've had for a long time is having like these. They had three guys that had been around for the last eight years and played at a high level. Guys that don't get hurt, and then. <laughs> they're now all hitting like 32, 33 years old. You got Pouncey, Villanueva, Matt Filer, like all these guys that are just starting to get old. And um I don't know that it's a running back problem. Like there's no question. If Najee Harris is there, Pittsburgh will fucking take him. I think they would take him over Travis Etienne. But... um yeah. They
0: have him going way early.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he'll be there. I, I do think if he was there, I still think Pittsburgh would take Najee Harris. I think 80% of teams will take ETN over him. But like, I think if you're green Bay, um, if, if Rondale Moore is there in the first, like Devon, like I said, Devontae Smith won't be there, but if Devontae Smith was there, you have to fucking take him because he is like the next Julio Jones. He's, Absolute freak, not as big, but he's fucking good. Um, and that's what's so fucking stupid about Alabama. It's like hmm. they just had, running they just had Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy, and then all of a sudden now you got Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, and Jalen Waddle's missed all year um because he broke his ankle in like the second week. But he'll fall. He'll he he might fall, but dude, Jalen Waddle is better. No,
0: they have him going at pick eighteen.
1: Who? Uh, whatever this mock draft is, going to the Colts. Jalen Waddle? Mm-hmm. Well, Jalen Waddle is better than Jerry, Judy, and Henry Ruggs. Jalen Waddle is an absolute freak. Um, I think he'll come in and immediately have a Justin Jefferson type. He's better than Jefferson. Jalen Waddle is is like – Oh, wow. Jalen Waddle oh, wow. is, is better than CeeDee Lamb. He is – I. this kid is stupid good, but the ankle injury, it's like –
0: that hurts. It, it came
1: oh, but but like I would rather have my guys I would rather have him not get hurt, but like I would rather ha- you know, a player that has a broken bone versus a ligament issue, right? A bone heals fine, the ligaments don't. Mm-hmm. Um but I still think the first receiver off the board has got to be Jamar Chase. Um last year with Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson being the number one, Jamar Chase still caught twenty touchdowns. Um he, dude, Jamar Chase is the best option. And because Justin Jefferson's been so good, which is primarily because of Kirk Cousins, um, Justin Jefferson is he automatically raises Jamar Chase's value. And Jamar Chase has sat out all year because he didn't want to, he opted out. Um, but I would opt out too after having like a historically great college football year. You know, you're fucking going like, hey, Justin, go out and have a good year. I'm going to sit out this year and then you raise my stock.
0: Um, and so according, so I'm going off the the site I'm using is uh with like CBS. So they actually have the first receiver is going to be that Devonte Smith. Yep. I, I and then yeah. and then Jamar Chase right after. So that they have the picks being the Eagles getting Smith and the Lions getting Chase.
1: I, I don't want that. <laughs> well, <laughs> what is the is this CBS you have? Yes. So do they still have Zach Wilson at number two?
0: I'm um, getting picked overall. Yes, I'm um, sorry. They have not at pick number four, so, going to the Atlanta Falcons. So who's two? Still Fields? No, 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 no. That was that old lineman we were talking oh, about. Oh, Sewell goes too. That's to the Jets, and they have uh, is it Mika? Parsons? Mika
1: Parsons, yeah.
0: Yep, going to the Dolphins. That's
1: yeah, see, I I think Denver wants Mika Parsons. He's is, he's is, um like he's a a game changer. Oh.
0: Have him on Chubb. Yeah, well, and,
1: and that's what Denver needs to do because, like, they're not gonna draft a quarterback. They will. They will stick with Drew Lock on into next year, I think, and then that'll be it, right? Because, like, you got a lot of young guys on that team, so it's like, yeah, Drew Locks look bad, but like, I just don't think there's any fucking chemistry. I just don't think, you know, that's a yes. Devontae Adams is a star, but would Devonte Adams have the same year he or or put up the same numbers he does every year with Russell Wilson, like? Rodgers and Adams, we know Adams is great, but like the one thing that's kind of annoying, and I've always loved Adams, I've always been high on him because he's an absolute beast, but like the one thing that's kind of annoying is like, oh, he's so good and blah, blah. It's like, he's got Aaron Rodgers throwing the
0: ball. (laughs) that
1: That is what people fail to understand is that those great catches that he's making, yes, they're fucking great. He makes great catches every game, but the ball could not by anyone else ever in the history of the NFL, be put in that spot perfectly like Aaron Rodgers does. And so, like, that's the same thing with Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson caught ridiculous passes game after game because Rodgers put it right into his hands before he even turns around. And, you know, like, if DeAndre Hopkins was on the Packers, you know, DeAndre Hopkins has the best hands in the NFL. Um, I mean, Devonta Adams is great. Adam Ooh. Dion, Stephon Diggs, Michael Thomas, all great.
0: But I just Michael Thomas was like trash this year. I mean not trash, trash, who? he's not the was not the same this year. Michael yeah, Thomas. Yeah, he's
1: well he's he's played what five games? Probably. Um yeah, I mean, and, and what people forget is Devontae Adams has missed two games. If he played think about that, he he's had a hundred and what eleven catches on the year, thirteen hundred yards, and seventeen touchdowns, and he missed two games. Um so we're talking about like a Randy Moss record year if he didn't miss those two weeks. Um, and the fact that last year he missed five and a half weeks and he caught 83 balls, 997 yards and five touchdowns. That's like, that's, he had a great year last year. His numbers weren't eye popping, but like to miss that many games and still put up almost a hundred catches and over a thousand yards. Um, I don't know, but yeah, we can get this rolling here.
0: I was just pulling up the stats of Trevor. Adams. Yeah, Yeah.
1: dude, he's having a, like, Stephon Diggs having a great year, too, in terms of catches and receiving yards. Like, he clearly that was a good trade for the Bills and a good trade for Minnesota because they got a cheaper receiver who's also really fucking good. Um, And I don't think Minnesota would want to trade Stephon Diggs because of the money. I think it, it just simply came down to a distraction. And Mike Zimmer does not put up with distractions. Um,
0: yeah, you're right. 13 games played this year, 109 receptions, Thirteen twenty-eight in yards, 17 touchdowns.
1: Yeah, and dude, I'm like, dude, those two other games that he missed, one of them was the Falcons, and Rodgers threw for 350 oh. and four touchdowns with Robert Tanyan and Lazard. Like,
0: that's crazy. if Adams
1: was in that game, you know you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, he would have feasted. Right,
1: and so it's like, dude, it, yeah, it, I mean, good for Adams,
0: like – if you look who's the other game.
1: Uh it would have been the the game before that. Uh so we played Oh I he, he, with he,
0: the Vikings you, Bears
1: No so we 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 beat, we beat Minnesota, no. we beat Detroit.
0: Yeah. Then we beat oh, yeah, like then Alliance. we beat
1: New Orleans. Um,
0: then it was Falcons, right? What? I thought it was Falcons 4.
1: Falcons was the fourth team and then No, I could yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, that would that'd be right. The Falcons was our fourth game. We started off four and one,
0: and then we. Oh no, 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 no! Wait, wait. So Saints was number two. Saints was two. Then we, yeah, Saints was two. Okay. Then we got our butts kicked week three. No. By Tampa. No,
1: we. I, I swear to God, we started off three and
0: zero. One two. Oh my God! I'm, I'm the hell they have this set up is weird. Yeah we. One so week two you're right it was yep. Lions then it went Saints week three yep. there it is.
1: And we four then
0: Falcons, yep. It's Falcons. Yep. And then what? Then it goes Tampa Bay.
1: Okay, so that that's right. So Adams played against Tampa Bay, and he played injured.
0: So that's what it mm, okay, was. So okay. he
1: missed he missed the Atlanta game. I think it was a hamstring, and then he played against Tampa Bay because we needed him, and
0: oh, 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 oh. so yeah, it would have gone whatever, out with the Falcons. and Then we had... No, did he play in the Saints game for sure? I... Because what I'm thinking is after the Falcons, we had the bye week and then he would have came back for the Buccaneers.
1: Oh, so maybe he did miss the the Saints game.
0: I'm jumping into the Saints game right now looking at the stats. Because
1: that was when Lazard had a big game. That was like all Lazard.
0: All right, let's see. Receiving yards... Yep, Lazard had with six for 146 and one putty, and he's not on the stat yeah, sheet at okay. all. So he didn't. Yeah, play. so then
1: he. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. He he aggravated his he hurt his he hurt his hamstring against the Lions, which also is when Alan Lazard tore his fucking core muscle and he still played. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, so like Adams against the Falcons would have fucking eaten them alive, mm-hmm. and. Because they, they they didn't have a, they don't have a secondary and, um, but either way like I'm just hoping the Chicago number one I want to win and I want to be healthy I would rather be healthy and lose than win and get top guys hurt but like a healthy win no matter the stats if Rodgers throws four picks I'll I'll live with that as long as we win the game and, and we're healthy but like I would like can I
0: yeah. can, can let's go through that Falcons game real quick because I think that must have been. Um... Big Bobby Tonnan's uh, it was three touchdowns, I think. Three touchdowns, six for 98 yards. His next highest receiver was Jamal Williams, eight for 95. Oh, damn, that's a
1: big game for Williams, actually.
0: Yeah, then um, MVS, that's another receiver right there. And that was, uh, was that
1: when uh, Malik Taylor and uh, uh, what was it? What was his name? Uh, Shepard.
0: Yep, exactly. But the next highest receiving is Aaron Jones. So your top, whatever, four receivers is two of them are yes. running backs. One's a tight end and you have a receiver that's actually your third straight Well, so, here for that's this what's,
1: game. So that is what is so remarkable. You know how they keep showing the stats of like Rodgers last year, it was his first time throwing a touchdown to a first round pick, which was Mercedes Lewis, and now he's thrown like <laughs> three more, all to Mercedes Lewis. But if you look at, at that, that Falcons game in particular, undrafted free agent Robert Tanyan, um, fifth-round pick Aaron Jones, and fourth-round pick Jamal Williams.
0: Really? Yep. I think MVS was – Fifth round, third, third, third or fourth. Fifth, was it third? No, no. He, he was a – I don't think he was, was – Jamal Moore was a first no, receiver. Yeah, yeah I think more, Moore was
1: third. I think Equanimius might have been fourth. Yeah. But, but so, yeah, the point is like and, – and I do like Equanimius St. Brown. I know he doesn't have a whole lot of catches. He has like maybe two or three touchdowns on the year, but like –
0: a good one, But yeah.
1: he, he's, he can block – He's a really good blocker. And again, it's the whole Alan Lazard thing of like, just go out and do your job. And that's, that's why I like Lazard the most, because I'm sure Lazard has had drops, but like Lazard is their go to guy. Adams is obviously number one. But if you look on like third and four, Rodgers looks for Lazard because if they're throwing a quick little four yard pass just to get past the first down into traffic. He knows Lazard's catching it, and he, know, he knows because Lazard is 6'4", 230, he can take the hit.
0: I, almost, I wish that was an easy stat was dropped.
1: Uh, yeah, dude, actually, if you go back and just look at Devontae Adams' numbers in his whole career, um, it's it's actually – Absolutely insane.
0: I I want to I do want to go back. I think the craziest. Have we started the podcast? Is this part no, of it? I probably? can start right now. Oh, this would have been pure pure gold.
1: I'm just going to start it, and I I don't like transitions honestly because they're fucking weird of being like, hey, because you know what? The the best the best. I, so the reason I was like we should do this is because I was looking back at some of these old episodes, and I was like, oh shit, I did one on my break one time at Lowe's, and I got like a hundred views, a hundred listens, and I was like. That's not a lot of people, but that <laughs> 100 people listen to me just ranting. All right, I'm
0: going to start right now. All right, right? Oh, no, hold up one second. Let me just pull up something real quick. Okay, now I'm good.
1: Oh, shit, it's been recording the whole time.
0: Oh, so we're
1: good. Okay, listen to this, though. Like, apparently, I don't know how to work hmm. fucking technology, but um, if you... Uh, I don't want that. NFL, you son of a bitch. Okay, here we go. Go back to Devonte Adams' seasons. Okay, his first year: thirty-eight catches, four hundred and forty yards, and three touchdowns. You know he's a rookie. He had Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson on the team. Then year two was the year of the drops. Right, fifty catches, four hundred eighty-three yards, and only one touchdown. Um,
0: what 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 year is that? By that the way? was
1: the second year. Was twenty fifteen?
0: Okay, I want to <clears throat> throw a stat in there too. Because uh, whatever twenty fifteen, how he finished the season was he was rated one eighteen out of one nineteen, I believe. Yeah. For uh, worst wide receivers. Yep. That's for crazy. Okay. And then go ahead. and
1: then year twenty sixteen, he catches seventy five balls, nine hundred ninety seven yards, and twelve touchdowns. Then he falls it up Oof. with seventy four touchdowns, eight hundred eighty five yards, and ten touchdowns. That was the year Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Then the next year. Packers still had kind of a stagnant offense. 111 catches, almost 1,400 yards and 13 touchdowns. Then he misses five and a half games, 83 catches, 997 yards and five touchdowns. And this year, 100... Think about this. He's in, what, seven years? This is his seventh year in the league. 61 fucking touchdowns. That's,
0: That's insane. Oh, my God. But... Uh, yeah,
1: I don't know, but I guess go-
0: what what's DeAndre Hopkins? What did DeAndre Hopkins put up this year? Did he put up impressive stats? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I'll pull it up right now for it. He uh, he's been kind of quiet because I think a lot of focus has been on Kyler and that division 2 You've got DK Metcalf and the Seahawks offense, and then you've also got all this drama with the Rams. Like they might have the most complete defense, but Jared Goff is is not good and like i don't know what the hell the rams do with that contract because you can't you know that's the one problem with giving these young guys after their you know after their 4 years is up when you extend them because if you look at Aaron Rodgers right he didn't get a big contract after his first 4 years because he only played one of those 4 years and while they they went 6 and 10 he still had a good year but the packers had the luxury of having a guy on a small second term deal take you to the playoffs set records and win a super bowl and so that doesn't happen very often right green bay was able to keep guys like charles woodson and nick collins and clay matthews and, and stuff like that around because they had money but now what's happening is you're getting guys like Derek carr jimmy garoppolo um you know carson wentz i guess would be a good like jerry Goff. these guys that are getting these big ass contracts at like 26 years old and then they're 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 a product of the system, right? Maybe they're decent, but mm-hmm. like things have to go perfectly for them. And even even things are going perfectly for the Rams. The Seahawks only scored twenty points. They beat them twenty to nine. The Seahawks did not look good, but Jared Goff. I don't know if it's it's the offense's fault, their inability to run the ball. I thought Cam Akers had looked good, but like you have Tyler Higby, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Like they have good receivers, and yet golf throws for like 270 and one pick. And if your dead cap is going to be 30 million plus, how do you how do you move on from that quarterback? Like the Eagles, they're they're going to trade Carson Wentz but because his contract is still big, right? Cuz they they paid him early, which I understand why you would give a guy money right away, keep him happy. But when is the league going to correct and you know, correct itself, and stop giving these guys in their fifth year $170 million contracts, because it's only going up. And COVID will change it for a year or two maybe, but when these new TV deals come out, you're going to see guys getting paid $250 million with $150 guaranteed, and then what happens is when you realize that they're not good. Um, DeAndre Hopkins this year, he has... 111 catches, 1,372 yards, and six touchdowns.
0: So the main reason I wanted to bring him up is just, I have just been waiting for a, a receiver to come out and say, I want to play with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, right. And I've always, and I've always been hoping it was going to be DeAndre Hopkins because of that, um, what Rodgers said, what four or five years mm-hmm. ago, he's like, if I could have one receiver, it would be that yeah. man. Just because he was going off with so many ridiculous quarterbacks and the Texans. So, Oh, I wanted him to do bad and be like, oh, you know, I really want to play with. Right. Redfish.
1: I mean, and, and mm. he'll, he's still on that. Uh, like the, the, the Cardinals have to pay him, but they will because Larry, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald is showing no signs of, of not being able to perform. Um, He's reliable and he's still caught over 50 balls again for what? 17th straight season.
0: He He's a definition of a do your job right. kind of guy. Like he's any he's bl- and he blocks
1: too. He stays healthy. He's a phenomenal one of the best, like blocking receivers I've ever seen. But Arizona will do whatever they can, but to to keep Hopkins, but at the same time,
0: Christian Kirk, dude, they got some Kirk, yeah. And
1: and so, like, they I don't know, they definitely need to get a a tight end in there. Dan Arnold has been okay for them all year. He's also uh, Dan Arnold's from uh, UW Platteville, by the way. Um, yeah, but uh, they'll they'll you know, they wanted a top tier receiver. And we knew, you know, there was some issues with Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins brewing. Um, I think Bill O'Brien was a really good coach and I wouldn't mind him as like the Packers defensive coordinator, but he's, you know, Mike Pettin. as much as I've been all about getting rid of Pettin, the defense Mm -hmm. has been getting better. I think the, the biggest
0: thing. Did he just save his job, by the way? Did he save his job with that Tennessee I, game? I think so.
1: At least for another year. Uh, because I, at mm-hmm. a halfway point I was I was ready to call it because you know, that Tampa Bay game was just a dud of a game. I don't know that Tampa Bay could come to Green Bay and do the same thing. I'm not saying Tampa Bay can't beat the Packers. I just it wouldn't be the same outcome. But like Um that Minnesota game is where I thought that was that was it for Petton because Aaron Rodgers in the offense was killing it. Kirk Cousins barely had to throw the ball. Delvin Cook just couldn't be stopped. And it's like, we can't stop the run, but maybe it's because we need better personnel up front. That's not a diss on Kenny Clark, but maybe we go out and sign like a, um, you know, Devon Godshaw or whatever, the defensive tackle, or Malik Collins, like we get another big boy up there.
0: So it didn't look like this was a I, you know, I'm not a complete football expert, but listening to what the announcers are saying too, this week we actually switched it up from our week. where we usually run like a three-four or even a four. Yeah, or 4 Yeah, we run a lot usually so like sixty Yeah, this yeah this time we actually put five big boys on the line. Well, one and that's time.
1: yeah that's what uh during that game that's what they were talking about the whole time is that you had Dean Lowry and Kenny Clark were out there constantly, right? Kenny Clark is typically a first a first second down guy. But Kenny Clark was playing first, second, and third down. You also had Gene Lowry, who is a really serviceable player. And then Kingsley Kiki, who is actually – yeah,
0: know, he's good. starting to
1: come on this year a little bit.
0: Well, 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 how many games has he played for us? Like, he's been out – I don't know if it was all oh, injury first, some COVID. Yeah, injury. well, and then
1: last year was his rookie year, and he didn't – you know, because we took Kingsley Kiki and, like, Montrevious Adams.
0: And- oh, you know, I'm sorry. That's my fault. I was thinking about the guy we got from the Browns. I guess I don't know who that is. You don't. Oh, the, Kirksey, K- Christian, nah, yeah, the Christian, yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, has he played? Yeah,
1: he, he had a good game against Tennessee.
0: He had a pick. Okay, that's what I was trying. That's what yeah when uh, Rashawn Gary pushed the guy back and oh, yep. that's
1: right. They, uh, oh. I don't know. They, it'll be interesting. But I guess like going back to the draft though,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the Jags are a lock at Trevor Lawrence. Um, if if if. The Jaguars don't take Lawrence. Shad Khan should sell the team um, <laughs> and quit life because you have. Think about this. You got DJ Shark, who is a really good receiver. I do think Laviska Chenault is going to be uh, become their number one. Uh, Chenault is an absolute freak. James Robinson is. I don't want to say a one hit wonder, but I don't. I just don't think James Robinson is going to be like their focal point. I think he's a serviceable back. They still should draft another running back in like the third round, but mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, the Jaguars are going to take Trevor Lawrence. And then I would imagine in the second round, you take an offensive tackle. Um You know,
0: you have to protect right, the quarterback. I, I
1: think that's what they do this year and next year is let's spend all of our resources. On, and, and also people forget. I I don't think it's out of, out of the question that like, big name players go to Jacksonville. Like think about this Shaquille bear is a free agent, right? A uh, absolute freak linebacker for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He wouldn't have to travel far going from Tampa Bay to Jacksonville, just the other side of the state. And he would immediately change their defense. Jacksonville's a really physical team, right? They're a defensive heavy team. I'm not saying they're good. They just got routed by the bears, but like the way they played the Steelers, the way they played the Packers and the Vikings, they almost beat all three of those teams and they just need a, a new cornerback, right? Because obviously, you know, it's crazy to think back a couple of years ago, they had, you know, Miles Jack and Calais Campbell and Jalen Ramsey and AJ Bouye. And the only one left is Miles Jack. They got Joe Schulbert last year in free agency, a good linebacker from Cleveland. Um, but Yeah, Jacksonville's a lock on Trevor Lawrence. I think the Jets, either they take Penny Sewell or they trade down um, because they could still get Penny Sewell at, like, four, I think. But I I, I feel like if they trade down, they're accepting the fact that they're not going to get Penny Sewell and they're just going to try to load up and maybe get a
0: star receiver to help Darnold out. Um, Because, yeah, do you think the Dolphins would switch and then take – the old Lyman, if he's available, um, because I think the Falcons are going to go quarterback. Yeah,
1: so the Falcons, I would, I would like to see them now, because who, who has the three pick? Is it Atlanta
0: or still Cincinnati? Um, the number the, no, number three pick is Houston, technically right now, which is the Dolphins.
1: Oh, that's right, because Cincinnati beat Houston
0: to go to four.
1: Yep. Uh, what are they four, ten and one? It's... Yep,
0: so that means they have the fifth because that bye or
1: that, that tie. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and and really, the if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm pretty happy that like I know they beat the Texans and the Texans suck. And JJ Watt, I don't know if you saw that, but he was very emphatical about that. Like, we stink, we are not a good team. He he wants he, that. and and he should because think about this he didn't call out any names because JJ Watt is not going to be that guy that's going to call out players. Right. Cause that would never end well, even, even though JJ Watt, you know, he's the face of that franchise. He's the greatest player ever. I know Deshaun Watson is now becoming the face just because he's a quarterback, but like JJ Watts, what kind of has kept them relevant and he tore his pectoral muscle, which I can't even imagine like straining my pectoral muscle I wouldn't even be able to play a fucking video game with a pectoral tear. And he comes back a month later to play in the playoffs. Um, and obviously that was a disaster. They got up 24 nothing and still gave up 50 points. But, like, you know, that's just Patrick Mahomes' greatness. But, like, if I'm J.J. Watt, you've dealt with so much bullshit in the last couple of years. You, you, your best offensive player, non-quarterback anyways, you trade away for a second-round pick. You bring in another old running back because you wanted to get that run game going, but it's like you gotta think you gotta wonder, would their offense be better without a running back and still having Hopkins? I mean, Brandon Cooks has been decent for them, Randall Cobb hasn't done shit all year. Um, they just
0: David Johnson had a good game last game, but otherwise he's been out right. of it.
1: And so they're just like the Texans are bad, but yeah, if, if I'm if I'm Houston at the three pick. You already have Larry Metcules, right? They, that was why. That's they. That's why they. Th-
0: well, well, remember it's right, not but remember, right? But that's
1: that's why that's oh, why okay. they don't have their pick is because they got Larry Metcules, and in my opinion, that was a good trade because he's a really solid young left tackle. Um But then you you got to start thinking of like, shit, Miami might end up with a third pick, which is very likely they'll they'll at least have a top five pick. Miami is going to go out there and take a receiver. I just, I don't see how they take Penny Sewell. I feel like they got to take Jamar chase or Devonta Smith. Um, because your team, your defense is clearly playing well. Now defenses are, it's very rare that a defense is like consistently great. You know, you look at Chicago a couple of years ago, they were amazing. And then what happened? My, uh, Minnesota's defense was really good for two years. And then what happened? Like it's just same thing with Denver. it, it it's hard to be great on defense every year because guys get injured. But Miami doesn't need defense. They're going to take – they could take Penny Sewell, but I think they take a receiver because you need another guy to help stretch a field for Tua um, and a guy who can grow in the system. And then you can spend your your your, your second first-round pick on an offensive tackle. Um,
0: so you're saying, screw you, CBS Sports. They are not going defense.
1: Dude, I fucking hate CBS Sports. They're They're like
0: <laughs> – no sponsorships. No, but
1: but they they. I mean, I don't have a problem with CBS, but it's like the their 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 mock draft. I think is just way off. Um, but then what four is Atlanta?
0: Yep, We're getting Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson
1: or Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance might creep up there. People have kind of forgotten about him because he's been irrelevant this year with obviously COVID, but also even.
0: I think when they look at Zach Wilson and see they looks like a ten year old kid. They, well, right, because they legally can't employ him because he's he's a minor. They <laughs> so gonna see an ID. Right,
1: yeah, can't get into the facilities. They, I think Trey Lance would be a good fit because he's a big physical guy, and that's that's where the league's headed is six four quarterbacks who can run, and he could like they have one of the worst cap situations in the league because they are fucked with Matt Ryan's contract and it's not Matt Ryan's fault. Like he's, he, he had a good year last year and this year he's having an okay year, but there's no question. Matt Ryan's had a great career and I think you could bring Trey Lance in and let him sit for a year or two behind Ryan. Mm-hmm. Don't have to eat that dead cap. You still got to pay him off either way, but um, at least Lance will come out of there with something. And then, um, and then I think the Bengals will still get Penny Sewell. And if, you know, they got Jonah Williams, they took last year. He's their left tackle right now, but I think they'll move him to right tackle. And then you bring in Sewell, and now you've got two tackles that are really good under the age of 26. Um That's and with nice. Burrow being 23 or 24, like they, they'll be set up for a while on the, on the offensive line. And um I don't think Green Bay is going to re-sign Corey Lindsay. Not, I mean, Corey Lindsay's
0: are you, he's uh, the best
1: center in football, but let's face it,
0: game changer when he came yes, back in.
1: Though I think Elton Jenkins is going to get moved to center, and I think John Runyon or Lucas Patrick will move to to that guard spot. But mm. they Jenkins can play either right, position. Right, and, and that's so the thing crazy. is he's he's played center this year and he's done a he's uh, he was a, one of our best picks we've ever had. Um, mm-hmm. But. The fact that he can move around to all those positions, and I think Billy Turner could still end up being one of our guards. He's been a really underrated guy for the Packers, but um, I think Corey Lindsey would would be a guy that Cincinnati would go after in free agency. Pay him whatever he wants, give him a two year deal worth you know twenty five million, and now you've got your center for the next two years. You don't have to worry about him in the draft at least for now, and then you can go out and focus on your your linebacking core.
0: Um, I wish the Packers got that money. I know. Though, no?
1: they, well. They'll free up a little <laughs> bit by cutting Preston Smith.
0: Was it eight million, I Yeah.
1: Believe.
0: They it, do you do you, like you're, it's like guaranteed no matter what happens, they are cutting him. Yeah, he's
1: I he's been good as of late, but he gained some weight and he definitely didn't have the best work ethic. I thought, you know, that was his biggest criticism but from from coaches and players on the Packers is that he was taking plays off. And that's the one thing with Zedarius Smith is like, I don't think Smith is all that great. He's definitely a difference maker for this defense. But Zedarius Smith doesn't take plays off. Has injury rating of yeah, Oh, like my yeah. gosh. That guy is hurt every play. <laughs> it's funny because he, he gets hurt every play, and then he he and then he then goes a, back in.
0: It's always my right, injury. He's
1: just like, oh, I'm hurt, but I'm playing. I'm hurt again, but I'm still playing. <laughs>
0: it's like a mad in the risk of putting it back in is like none, none at all, but he still gets right.
1: So then you have, <laughs> let's see. Falcons. I'm, this is just another draft, uh, on SportingNews.com. I don't know how credible they are, but I, I like to, I like some of their takes on their guys. Um, Atlanta, they have taken Caleb Farley, the number one projected cornerback out of Virginia tech. Um, which mm. they they do need to up that secondary. That's been their biggest struggle this year. Um, Cincinnati at five still gets Penny Sewell. Then the Eagles, yeah, take Devonta Smith. Detroit takes Mika Parsons. Um, which, which Detroit needs every position right now. So I don't know if there's <laughs> really a bad spot in the
0: like. Well, what is it's going to be? What are they going to do with quarterback? Well. Are they gonna give up? They gonna start young again? Creating? They're also
1: in a position where they can't just get rid of Stafford, but at the same time, like they have like a bunch of dead capital. Yeah, they, they just they are gonna have to make that move. They got the Panthers at nine, taking uh, Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, Broncos take Gregory Russo, which I thought he was gonna go to Minnesota, but it depends on the standings. If Minnesota, if it were to end today, they'd be the thirteenth pick. And it has him taking a guard out of Ohio State, Wyatt Davis. Sure. Which would make sense. They need an interior lineman. They'll probably cut Riley Reif. Um Patriots taking Jalen Waddell. Ooh, San Francisco taking Mac Jones. Yeah, I thought that would be a good place for Trey Lance, too. I think San Francisco needs a quarterback change.
0: Oh, the Lions do have a, an out in 2021 for only 20... 20- Thousand dead cap, but well, 20 million. 20, I was gonna say
1: 20,000. Cut them right now.
0: <laughs> A few extra zeros. I don't I don't have
1: that in my bank account. So <laughs> right. Uh, ja- oh, and yeah, the Jaguars do have, I forgot. They do have two first-round picks because of the, the Ramsey trade. So they'll, right now, oh, they shit. have the 21st pick because the Rams are starting to shit the bed. Um, think about that they they got him taking Jalen Mayfield a tackle out of Michigan 65 320 pounds dude um that that changes the J I rough. mean like they they could spend the second and third rounders on on defense then there there's like there's some teams that are just fucked like habitually fucked just for yeah vibe. and 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 the jets are one <laughs> of them i don't think there's a right move here i think their best bet is to stick with Darnold because quite frankly, until you get a better team, I think quarterbacks are going to go in there just to die. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like Darnold hasn't played horrible this year, given what he's had to work with. I mean, your best player on defense causes a lot of problems and wants out, whether that was the old general manager's fault or Adam Gase's fault or whatever, they still came away with a lot of picks out of that. But
0: so they have two first this year, yeah, too, and, right? and
1: they got a first-round pick okay. next year as well. Um, mm. But I just think, like, until you can go out and get an offensive tackle and go out and get a new running back, I wouldn't want to fucking play there because I'm not going to have a, like, rookie quarterback's progression is everything. And Lawrence is set up because they're going to get an offensive lineman in the first round as well. To help him out, but they also have DJ Shark and LaVisca Chanel and DD Westbrook and, and a and a decent running back. Like they're in a division that's not that good. If the if the Colts their defense is okay, it's not as great as it looked in the first half of the season. But if Phillip Rivers stays, we might see the Phillip Rivers we saw last year in, in Los Angeles, which was bad. He's been okay this year, but oh, yeah. like what happened in that Pittsburgh Colts game? The Colts were Beating them twenty four to seven, and then Phillip Rivers forgot how to throw a, throw a ball. Um,
0: Big Ben's kind of looking that way too.
1: Those, well, yeah, Pittsburgh will ride out Big Ben. I think that they they if if Mac Jones is there, I think they'll take Mac Jones. Um, Ooh. quarterback out of Bama. Nah, nah. <laughs> I don't know. It's they got they actually in this uh, in this draft they have Trey Lance going to North Dakota State. Or out of North Dakota State, going to what? Pittsburgh.
0: <laughs> going right back. <laughs> uh, in <into it. laughs>
1: The Steelers draft Trey Lance and send him back to
0: college, <laughs> back to school.
1: <laughs> Saints take Kyle Trask. That makes sense. He's six five, two thirty, mobile. Um, I mean, uh, and then and then at thirty one, they got the Packers taking Rondale Moore, which I would fucking absolutely love to see.
0: I'm not sure.
1: He's a he's a beast, man. He's uh, he's definitely a guy that I would love to have the Packers because he he can be that guy, your, your slot receiver. He can be someone to get you that kind of that Randall Cobb production, but better. Um, those underneath throws, those short to intermediate passes that we we just don't have.
0: I think I, think like I was telling you yesterday when we draft a receiver again in the first round, we're losing Rodgers. So oh Christ! Sure you can accept that?
1: I don't want that. Um I'm trying to, I'm trying yeah. to see uh yeah Nick Bolton I, they could take Bolton the linebacker out of Missouri I don't know they'll uh, Packers dude I don't know what they're going to do I mean they'll they'll throw us Yeah they'll they'll, they'll, they'll take another quarterback with in, the, us. in the first round they'll trade up take Zach Wilson they'll place him on the four year program <laughs> so he can finish high school and then once he gets out there he'll be playing for us
0: then he'll be back up to Love, and then you can start writing yeah. <laughs> once Once
1: Love's four years are out, then, then they'll uh, they'll take another quarterback to back up Zach Wilson.
0: <laughs> back to the Jets real quick. I do think they'll just – since they'll have so much money too, they can make some big splashes at running back at least in free agency, solidify that position. And if I'm them, like you said, I would just continue to stick with Darnold because then if you do – like if he does shitty again, you have an extra two first again next year that so you can hopefully get a quarterback in. So this year, yeah, beef up your O-line and address the other positions well, you need. Well,
1: and, and, you know, if they got if, – if they were the one pick and had Lawrence, like, okay, yes, you take Lawrence, no questions asked. But Sam Darnold's won you two games in a row against two playoff teams. Um, I mean, the Browns and the Rams are obviously the last two weeks have not been friendly for them, but, like – Still, two good teams that Sam Darnold's gone out and beaten with no help. And
0: and, and what are you going to risk if you're the Jets? Oh, risk it for a number one quarterback that could be end up just like what? Dwayne right. Haskins compared to what you have right now. And Sam Darnold, who, what, the worst thing he had was mono, honestly, probably on oh, scene. Yeah, but, but like, think about but. this.
1: He doesn't have a great receiving core.
0: He loses Le'Veon Bell. Their defense
1: loses their leader and their best player. They. Traded away Leonard Williamson, their bust of a a defensive lineman. who's having a decent year for the Giants, but then they trade away Avery Williamson, one of their better linebackers, to Pittsburgh. Quentin Williams has been been kind of problematic off the field for them. He got caught at the airport with, like, a gun or something like that. Um, Which is, like, dude, how fucking – you know, he's from Alabama, I think, and so, like, they have different gun laws down there. But, like, you got to be fucking stupid bringing any gun to the airport. I get a lot of these players, like – especially when they're young and they come into a lot of money when they haven't had it. They want some sort of protection, but like New York is very different when it comes to gun laws. And that is not the place you want to get caught with a gun illegally. No. And that's just a bad sign right away. I mean, it, like Dwight Howard had that a couple of years ago. got caught at airport Orlando airport with a, a gun in his handbag, but it's like, which in some States it's not illegal to, to have that. Even on an airplane, but like they, I, I just I don't know. I mean, some of these, I just don't get why you need to bring that. Like, how are you not have a bunch right. of protection around you? Like if I risk it. the team or yourself. Like hire some people. Like first of all, in a physical fight, like okay, you're not gonna you're a <laughs> yeah tackle NFL me? or Dwight Howard. Like you're not gonna fight this person. But
0: um, although Nate Robinson blemished the NBA black, yeah, man.
1: oof, that was uh.
0: Dwight, Dwight Howard is a different. Yeah, I mean, image.
1: you're black. I'm not black,
0: so I'm not going to comment on
1: what Nate, Nate Robinson did to the uh, black community. But <laughs> it was definitely not good. If Floyd Mayweather does end up fighting Jake Paul or uh, Logan Paul, I mean, I don't care how how old Floyd is. I don't know if he'll ever take that fight, but because um, I think Floyd did agree to a fight with Manny Pacquiao again. Um. So, I like, I, I just – I don't know if that will ever happen for Floyd, but, like, Logan Paul has no chance. Nate Robinson – Nate Robinson is no. not a professional boxer, albeit he's a great athlete. Uh, Floyd Mayweather is arguably the greatest boxer ever. And he just – he's still young enough where he hasn't lost all of his pep. But I know it's a different direction, but if Jake Paul – he's calling out Conor McGregor if you saw that video, of like, he's sitting in front of his fucking mansion, you know – He's got stupid money, um, not Conor McGregor money, but he's got a lot of money. And it's like, if I'm Conor, I, I don't entertain that idea. Like, I'm not going to put you on the biggest stage just because you are an idiot who's going to call me out. The only way, the only way yeah. I'm doing that fight, if I'm Conor, is sure. You know what? Let's schedule this fight for like November of 2021. Give yourself basically a full year to prepare. We're going to fight in the octagon.
0: No. Well, you know what I'm
1: saying like if I'm Connor I'd be like dude if you really think you're that fucking tough and and props to both those guys like Pat McAfee talked about it they they're they're doing something right they they both made a lot of dumb mistakes and said a lot of dumb things but like they're young with a lot of money and I think it's easy for us on the outside to be like what an idiot but like would we be making better choices with a lot of money at 21 22 years old I don't know. I mean I wouldn't be going to Suicide Force fucking filming dead people. Um, And then while he was in Japan he went to like a I I don't remember what the store was but he like smashed a vintage like Game Boy Color. Um, And he paid for it but it's the idea that like you know yeah the shop owner gets money for that but that was meant to be sold to someone who wanted it and a lot of people made the argument of like well well, he he, he paid for it so why does it matter what he does with it? It's like because he didn't do it because he wanted to, you know, I wanna break something and I'm gonna show you what it's like to watch a Game Boy car explode. He wanted to do it to to be disrespectful. Um but yeah, but the, the filming going to the suicide force is one thing, but like filming it for like a documentary, I guess, would be a different story, but like doing it for mm-hmm. a comical sense is definitely not okay. Um but yeah, if 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 I'm if you got the balls to call out Conor McGregor, who is somebody that I would never want to see in person. I I wouldn't even want to get an autograph because what if I sneeze? I sneeze too fiercely to him. I like I, I remember when I lived downtown with some guys in Eau Claire, Um we were we had a conversation of like this was right before the Floyd uh Conor fight. And uh, you know, one of my roommates had said, like, I think I could last 10 seconds in the ring with Conor McGregor. And I was like, mm. no, within the first 10 seconds, he would be flying at you with a knee to your chin and you would never live again. Like it, it just wouldn't like, you could try to run away and just hope you don't get hit for the first 10 seconds, but one punch and you're out and he's going to hit you within the first 10 seconds. And like, that's what I'm big saying. Boy, dude. Yeah. If I'm Connor I'd say, all right, big boy, like you want to fucking call me out. Let's do it. I'll raise you 50 million. Let's fight in the octagon, and Jake Paul would die. And 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 Connor's not going to ah. fight him to to make money. Connor like Floyd will fight to to make you know pay per view money because that's what Floyd does is make money. Connor would fight to make sure Jake Paul doesn't have a face again.
0: The, the biggest thing though with all that is, I just think. It just is the biggest like f you just right. for that sports industry. The people trying to get the, on the grind actually face these
1: right, and it's editors. like you know
0: LeVar Ball. Would he have?
1: Would he have played one on one versus MJ? Like I don't know that that's actually what he wanted. He wanted to get his name out there and a shitty brand out there. Like I actually I do like Mondo and I do like Lamelo. I think they're both like really really talented players. But like Lavar Ball, you know, criticize him all you want. He was just doing what he had to do to to make some money, and I can't hate him for that. But, like, you know, calling out arguably the greatest basketball player ever, I know he's not playing anymore, but MJ would still destroy him.
0: I think as soon as they stopped trying to be so L.A., so big time like that, I grew more respect for uh, the ball family because I stopped hearing about from his dad and then now that he's on the Pelicans I'm, I'm enjoying right. actually watching Yeah,
1: and they, they've they got something good going down there but it's just like yeah, that this, this whole idea that non-professional athletes like I was good at tennis in high school but I wouldn't go out on social media or if I ever got a chance to get on the like first take or undisputed or whatever and I wouldn't be like I want to fucking face Roger Federer I'm better than him. And it's like, Nope.
0: I wouldn't even take on the Williams sisters, but I would just because they're hot. Serena Williams.
1: Like she's not just the greatest woman, like tennis player. Like she could actually compete with guys. I'm not saying she's better than like the Joker or Federer, but like, she's that great of an athlete that it's like, you're, you're calling out someone in their profession and, no other sport do they do they accept these offers. But you've seen a lot of these YouTubers starting to get into. I don't know why boxing or fighting has become like a big staple in YouTube. But like you've seen a lot of YouTubers going out there and starting to box. Jake Paul. This is not the first time he's fought somebody, right? He fought another YouTuber. But like you might, Jake Paul might be a good boxer. He might better than the average person because he has actually trained for several years. But Exactly. For like, you to call out a guy in the UFC, Dana White was was spot on when he said like, this is a shit show. What does what the sport come to where you've got guys who can't even get a title weight fight who are UFC fighters and then you've got a YouTube kid coming out here and being like, hey, I want Conor and it's like, no, you don't. You know, you, yes, you want, you want <laughs> you a lot of money yeah. to get that, but you don't want Conor McGregor. You don't, like, Nate Diaz would love to take his shot at Jake Paul. I, I've seen him tweeting up a storm. Like, you know, he was like, "You're for for real. You need you need to get your ass beat." Like you talking like that, you're gonna get your ass beat. I wouldn't fucking, I would never want to fight one of the Diaz brothers. Um,
0: I mean, you just see it at even the, on the professional level for the same sport. Like for high school, like for the North High School D one. You know, we're D one, big bad D one. But if we go state and we actually take on other D ones outside of our little small town area, like we're no match right. from anyone. Else.
1: Yeah. That. I mean, Hudson and Menominee were were like top tier teams in the state. But yeah, you you get down to that state tournament, and you start playing like.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa hold up for their division though, because they played in. A I thought up.
1: Hudson and Menominee were still D one. They were in the Big Rivers Conference.
0: Menominee? Wait, are we talking? I'm sorry. I keep switching sports now. Football, football. or Monon basketball. Football Monon is like the, the like oh, three really? or four. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, they're way what? down there. They, whoever Regis oh, is, I well,
1: yeah, I mean is always really good, and I think the biggest reason is because they make their like freshman kids play flag football. Um, I, and they actually made people work out like that was well, never a had, like, Fat guys like Aaron Marquardt that were like just large. I mean that guy's strong as fuck. But like, but Strongest tiny. Heart. He's like what five nine, like three hundred pounds.
0: He was scared. He he wasn't. He didn't hit with his how big he was. He wasn't like right.
1: And up. then you had like Cody Carell, who was a mammoth of a human being, Same a human name. being. But like
0: six. He six, was huge, six, dude. But
1: like not not athletic. But they that is interesting because it's like they uh you know that's why Rice Lake didn't want to go up to that D one level. Because when they had Henry, obviously they were a a scary team because Henry wasn't – you know, maybe his his NBA career didn't work out, but he still made it to the NBA. And that's – like, guys who make it to the NBA and don't last are still freaks of nature in high school. And, you know, he sat out in the championship game. I think two years in a row he missed the the state championship game. They lost. But, like, if they would have played – I remember when North had Tyler Brown and Evan Anderson. Like, Tyler Brown was fucking good. You know, six, seven – he could shoot yeah, and was. he could play defense. He was physical. And then you had a seven-footer as your, like, kind of your second-best big guy. But, like
0: – He was a court general, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, assume. but,
1: but like, yeah, Tyler Brown was good. But um, then when we played fucking Racine Corwick or Jameel Wilson. And, like, oh, Jameel geez. Wilson made it to the NBA. He went to Marquette. Like, he made it to the NBA, but he wasn't good. But, like, because I, I think he got signed by – Oregon. He went and played for the Ducks, and then he transferred to Marquette, and then now he's playing in like a, a Euro League or South American League. But like, he did get to the Mavericks at one point. Um, but that like that's that's a big talent gap. If you're able to play professional ball on any level, and you know Evan Anderson, he had a good a good take on it. Um, you know he got a free four year degree from UW Madison. You can't pass up on that. He got a Final Four mm-hmm. ring and all that. But like. You're playing real, the real deal. You're playing against real guys like Frank Kaminsky in high school, right? If, if North played the team that Frank Kaminsky was on and ran into him in high school, Frank Kaminsky would have demolished them. You know, like, oh, yeah. Not that Frank Kaminsky is great, but, like, he won college player of the year. That is incredible with all the talent out there. And then on top of that, he helped get him to a, at least a championship appearance against Duke, and then he got drafted in the top 15. I think it was ninth overall.
0: I will put a lot of it on the coaches, not happy. With uh, who drafted him? No, just the North coaches in general, too. For the oh, shitties. dude, Carvey was fucking terrible.
1: And, and, and Hamden... <laughs> good person, yeah. great person, great person. Yeah, and Hamden was a good coach, but you couldn't understand a goddamn thing he said.